just <laughs> just a good song. So good, yeah. God, no, I know. It just makes you want to uh, rock out. I don't know. It does make you rock out. It d- yeah. <laughs> you know what? It does make you rock out. I mean, there's out. not much else to be said. Uh, all right. That's true. Um, by the way, I just want to make this clear. This is our favorites. So yeah. we're going to definitely be revisiting these bands. I know that I want to do an entire entire show on indie rock alone, which is going to totally incorporate Arctic Monkeys and Nirvana, and especially the next band that I've kind of got lined up in one of my favorites, which is... Led Zeppelin, of course. Standard. Stand- Not standard, but so classic. good. Classic. I couldn't yeah, do I know. favorites without doing Led Zeppelin. I am I'm guilty of being stuck in the classics a little bit. And I, that's why I think we have a good balance. Yeah, I know. You like all the modern stuff. You're really unplugged with that kind of stuff, in tune. But, all right, yes, yeah, so... Next, we have Led Zeppelin, and we could go on for hours. Yeah, I don't even want to, like, about talk about their history, because... We'll do a brief hit, yeah. brief history. So, it was formed in 1968 by Jimmy Page. 68. 68. Um, it started off as, well, Jimmy Page came from the Yardbirds, which we could, again, do another podcast on the Yardbirds. Incredible band. But... Uh, they started off as calling themselves New Yardbirds because Jimmy Page had just come from that. So did, uh, no, I think Jimmy Page was the only one that kind of did that transition. I mean, don't quote me on that, though. <laughs> but they were active from 68 to 80, and their last show was, their last reunion was in 2007. Um, members, the most recent members, Jimmy Page, Robert Plant, John Paul Jones, and John Bonham. Um, yeah, so just, they had such influence um not only in the uk but in the u.s obviously around the The world world. just hard rock blues rock folk rock heavy metal um all of it so the song that i picked that was hard to choose of course classics all across the board with led zeppelin i was gonna do bring it on home just because i love that harmonica piece yeah but it's a willie dixon song it's originally so i was like oh come on no i have to do original Led Zeppelin. So, um, some of the best, too. Some of the best. So I actually, coincidentally, chose Whole Lot of Love, which is the same, which is the f- number one Rolling, s- number one Led Zeppelin song on the Rolling Stones' best Led Zeppelin, <laughs> best Led Zeppelin chart. So yeah. they, they voted that the best Led Zeppelin song. I mean, it is, in it my is. opinion. It in is. my opinion, I think that's easily the best song. Just, it really... <laughs>
Jimmy Page on that guitar. I know. God. Inspiring. John Bonham is still to me, John Bonham is still to me the greatest drummer of all time. Up there with like, like people say Neil Peart, and I'm just like, no, <laughs> he's great. Don't get me wrong, oh, but come on. just the soul, <laughs> the soul that, tough. no, the soul that John Bottom put, he put into his drumming before he died was just un, it was uncharted territory compared to anything else. I think Travis, is it weird that I think that Travis Barker from, okay, so here's my like opinions on Travis Barker. I, one of the I, I have been playing drums since I was five years old. I'm currently 17, almost 18, and Travis Barker has been like a lifelong hero of mine, but I cannot put him anywhere close to those guys. He can drum fast and he can drum well, but he's not. No, I definitely think. I was throwing that out there. I know. For the I, young, young he, in my heart, he is, but yeah, not in that. my not brain. Not in reality. Not, yeah, not in reality. <laughs> I don't know. That's, but I anyways. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. I'm going to pick a song now. Now it's back to Jack's fave. Yeah, my my current faves. Um, it's an Australian band uh, called San Cisco. Don't really know why they're called San Cisco because San Francisco. Yeah, but they're from Australia, so who knows? Um, <laughs> they consist of Jordy Davison on guitar and lead vocals, Josh Biondio on guitar and vocals. Jordy was lead, by the way. Um, Nick Gardner on bass and Scarlett Stevens on drums and vocals, and she's fantastic. Um, I can't really describe them without you hearing them. Um, they're like the most classic indie pop thing you've ever heard, but just so happy, and they just make you smile. I always describe Jack's music as um, happy your Jack, happy Jack happy music, Jack music yeah. number one, and you're on a bike riding through the city on a hot day, exactly, and yeah. everything's fine. Um, a little history. Uh, they started in well, the band they formed early 2005. Didn't really get really started until um, 2009 when they all the real band came together and they had an EP in 2010 called Golden Revol Revolver. Their second EP, Awkward, which is one of their the song Awkward is one of their more popular songs. That yeah, was that I was EP. Say, I have had yeah. heard that song. And then their debut album off of Albert Productions. They were signed by, um, who's the home of major Australian ones. They're like they're the home. They, uh, uh, yeah, Albert Productions, ACDC started with yeah, them. Yep. And Megan Washington. But yeah, they're really cool. And then they also uh, signed with um, the label Fat Possum Records, who are awesome. And they made their debut album, self-titled San Cisco. And then their most recent one, Gracetown, which is which is a great song. But I'm gonna we're gonna play you one off of their debut one. Uh, it's called Fred Astaire. Probably their single most popular song, but still probably one of their, if not their best song. So, yeah. Awesome. Uh, here it is, uh, Fred Astaire by San Cisco.
It's a common misconception that I'm the only one for you, and I can take you out for breakfast, but you can take you round the Such a happy song. It's bike music. It's, I mean, yeah, it's just fantastic. I mean, yeah, I, I, there's not much to be said besides, I mean, you can't hear that. A, you can't hear that and not want to dance. That's true. To, you know, secondly, you, you, you can't not smile. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just the, <laughs> his yeah. voice is like a cherub and like, I don't even know what else mixed, and it's just—it's just amazing. I don't know; they're awesome. Um, I'd love to see them live. I—they're not touring right now, but I wish they were. I missed them the last time they were in Denver, but um, I'm sure it'd be a great show. You've been to—we've both, um, collectively been to a hefty amount of shows. Yeah, I've been to a lot. Yeah, I've—I've I've been to a lot of repeat shows. Like I've seen Arctic Monkeys three times. Duh. I've seen Nirvana. <laughs> That's, a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. Just travel um, back. I've seen the Black Keys twice. Um, well, I've seen so I we could go on for hours yeah. about who we've seen, but concerts and posters. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, now, my last her phase, last song. Um, I wanted to update. A this is bit. like kind of a co-fave of this ours. This is a kind of co-fave. Definitely, because I mean, I like I just said, I've seen the Black Keys twice. I've been obsessed it's the with Black them Keys, yes. for so like since middle school. I've been obsessed right but um there i think they're the reason i chose it i think not because they're my classically favorite yeah but because um they're one of the more recent bands that i'm actually really into yeah for sure so we can both kind of have you mm -hmm. know say on this but they're an american rock duo they yep. formed in akron ohio um you're gonna have to help me out with these names dan yeah. averbatch Auerbach. Auerbach. Dan Auerbach. And Patrick yeah. Carney. It's embarrassing. Who, Patrick Carney. Patrick Carney <laughs> is still one of the best drummers alive, no matter what you say. Because Too many great drummers. No matter, Listen to, um, oh gosh, there's a certain song. I always forget it. Uh, it's so good. But the drumming on it is ridiculous. She'll do some history, and then I'll, I'll talk about that song later, because I'm going to find out. Yeah, I mean, just a brief history. They started in 2001 to present. Um, uh, what was it? Their, one of their first band names was bro just Brothers. I think that was one of their first original. Is that wrong? I, I'm not sure. I, I know that's, that's their. I, I know that's their album. I know that that's their album. Mm -hmm. I thought I read somewhere that their one of their original names was the Brothers, but oh. that could be wrong. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Don't quote her. Don't. <laughs> everything that is on yeah. this podcast. No, actually, a lot of it is factual. But oh, yeah. all right, so they're uh, described as garage rock, blues rock, indie rock. Um. And, I mean, yeah. they're just blues straight up. If you listen to their first album, yes, that's it's unbelievable. Blues. I know, but the song I was thinking of is called "The Go Getter." By the way, it's just the drums on that are ridiculous. But anyways, that's Patrick Carney. The song we did pick. The song we did pick is just a classic for me. One of my favorites. It's called "Everlasting Light." Obviously, when I saw them the first time, it was it was during the El Camino tour. But they uh, their their first encore song was "Everlasting Light." Where and was that? This is the first bank center. Oh, okay. And Arctic Monkeys opened up for him, actually. That was the first time I saw Arctic Monkeys, too. That's such a joke, I know, though. but, um, yeah, no, that song live is, this song live is just ridiculous. But 
Let's listen to it. All right, this is Everlasting Light, uh, The Black Keys. Yep. So that was that. <laughs> no, that's that such a great song. God, no, it's just such a great song. I don't know. When I saw them live, I didn't know how he just switched into that falsetto just so fast. It was like that is quite they, they a finished voice. the first set with Little Black Submarines. This is the first time I saw them. But so when I saw them play that live, it was like Little Black Submarines. Five minutes, come back on, and he just switches to that. I'm like, I could never do that ever after a full show. That guy that's blows my practice. mind. He's unbelievable. But um. 
Yeah, such classic song. It's that Any that part. whole album. You could play that. We could do a whole show about that's Brothers bro- album. That's Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. El Camino was great too, but I definitely think Brothers is like. For Brothers, since, uh, like between Brothers, El Camino, and Turn Blue, Turn Blue is trash. No, it's not trash. It's just not them. I definitely think Brothers. Like Turn Blue? I did, but not. I had really high expectations after the last two albums. I thought and that was a really good album. It was good, but I'm saying relative to them, for me, because I'm a snob. That's I true. Definitely, you are very that's how I feel about AM with Arctic Monkeys. Like relative to Arctic Monkeys, AM is their worst album, in, in my opinion, because I'm. You worship them like gods, but like compared to the rest of music, yeah, AM's an awesome album. There's a reason it was my second favorite album of 2013 behind Modern Vampires of the City by Vampire Weekend. But that'll be in a different episode. Yeah, Vampire Weekend is. I don't even want to get into it because I can go on for ages. (laughs) I was actually about to have Vampire Weekend. (laughs) I know, but um. So our final song, because this is approaching a long podcast. This is a long podcast, but you know what? Okay, disclaimer, this is going to be one of our longer podcasts simply because we wanted to show our favorites. We'll probably keep it to two songs each. Yeah. Rather than three. Rather and depending three. on the, the theme, it, it'll, it'll vary. But our final song is our final song is, is a band I hold dear to my heart because they are so good. And uh. they actually toured. I The date uh, Arctic Monkeys came in 2012 when I saw them at the Ogden was the first date when the supporting act switched. So it was the vaccines and then it was mini mansions. And you saw the vaccines? No, no, no. That's oh. the problem. I missed it by one show date. The, the vaccines last tour date with Arctic Monkeys was the one before the Ogden show. And I was heartbroken. But it turned out I loved mini mansions almost just as much. And I I'll have be- not gotten into mini mansions. Yeah. That's a different show That's entirely. Here nor there. Okay. Give a little brief. So the vaccines... Another British band. Um, You're like the Brits. I know. I I do. I do. I don't know. I just think the modern... I mean, Britpop... And, this is not Britpop, but the vaccines, like, they definitely have their... The way I put it is if you listen to their first two albums, the, uh, bo- uh, the first one called um, What Did You Expect from the Vaccines and the second one, Come of Age... They could have been recorded in the 70s, 80s, 90s. It's just that's their sound. Their new album, English Graffiti, which is a, a song I'm going to play from um, that album, actually. It's a lot different, but still totally them. Um, current members in the band, Justin Hayward Young, who is uh, lead vocals and guitar. Freddie Cowan, Cohen, whatever you want to call it, Cowan. It's Cohen. Okay, it's Cohen. Uh, lead guitar and vocals. Arnie Arneson is bass and vocals, and Pete Robertson is also drums and v- uh, vocals. Um yeah, no, they're a great band. I love them. Um, if I haven't said that enough already, I have a th- yeah. But um, yeah, here's a song. It's called "Handsome." It was the first lead single off of their new album. Came out a long time before the album, actually. But uh, it's incredible. Um, I'm excited. So yeah, here's "Handsome" by the Vaccines. <laughs>
Short song, but so good. That's <laughs> such weird. a oh god, such a good song. I don't care. It's uh, it feels good. That song felt good. Like you have to get up and just rock out. Like I can't wait we till we did. We've been. I can't wait till they get back because I'm just if they come back, I'm just going to go crazy at their concert. But yeah, they're such a good band. They're so good. We'll we'll be hearing more of them on the show. Jack is very ecstatic because once that indie rock show comes. That's gonna be like a two-hour show because they need to have indie on the rocks. They had reggae on the rocks, like indie. That's yeah. That's like that's yeah. your show. Yeah, but now. But now this is the this end. This is the of end our of our first show. Which is weird. We want to thank everybody. Anyone who's listening. Anyone. <laughs> anyone who's out in the universe that's listening, we thank you. Uh, we like to thank our producer Patrick. Patrick Brady. Patrick Brady. Uh, RJ Media, Mr. Dawkins, everyone that made this whole thing starting possible. Yeah. Um, um, there will be another show next Friday. There will be another show uploaded next Friday. Keep an ear to the ground for announcements and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. We'll be posting And if you it. don't go to Regis, thank you for listening to this. <laughs> because that's crazy that you care about this. But, um, I can't say that. Yeah. If you don't go to Regis, you are a diamond yeah. in the rough. All right. Um, all right. Thank you so much. It's been Fiona Murphy and Jack Diaz Doherty. All right. Thank you guys so much.